Welcome to the All the Books Show, episode 255, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. I'm Eric Mickles. I'm Nick Gunning. We talk about book news, author news, and literary news. Woo! Every week, you're just throwing new things at me. I never know what order it's going to be in. 255 I appreciate episodes. It. I like it. And I cannot get this down pat. No, this is can't. why every other show that I host or I say something at the beginning of is written down. We do have a shared all the book show Google Doc that you never look at if you if you would like to write it oh, down. But yeah, frankly, I, I like the mystery. Yeah. That's the thing. I like keeps, the mystery. Keeps you ready, keeps you on a seat. Are you recording this episode? I am. Yes. Thanks for asking. You hit a you had a hit on desk. I okay. did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Here's that would have really fun with your I know. I like Monkey it Ranger because K. I never know. Like when you start wrong or when you go in a different direction, I always have this thrill where I'm like, is he gonna derail it or is he gonna pick it back up? And lately You've been picking it back up. Yeah. So that's the power of improv. If I didn't look terrible in hats, I would take it one off for you right now. (laughs) But I already take hats off because people tell me don't wear that. Uh, For people who who just listen to it and don't uh, watch it when we stream it as well on Twitch, how's your hair game right now? I I had to get I had to go and get my hair cut. I, I wore my mask, and they like they had like a distance thermometer that they put like in front of my face, like from Star Trek. Yeah, 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 yeah. to, to check check my temperature and they had a mat and like they opened the doors with gloves and everything how's how are you doing well you tell me you can see my video what do you think it's pretty good thank you you would yeah. you like to hear a surprise yeah i cut this myself what like an animal i did <laughs> it was listen i don't know if we've talked about this before my hair will never like flop over i could never have the jht cut of the 90s it's just gonna keep going up. it'll just keep getting taller and yeah. i proved that this quarantine. so you don't have the jtt you have the marge simpson <laughs> but yes that is true actually and okay. one morning when my wife was still asleep i just like was i walked into the bathroom and i looked in the mirror and it was like i had like jet black cotton candy on my head and i was like i can't <laughs> for another second do this and so i had my six-year-old son come in you know and then i'm like just like with clippers you know just going through and then i would sit down on the ground and i'd be like all right see if you could find a long piece and he'd find a long piece and i would reach back there and just be like zip 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 and i cut my whole hair that way and it turned out like weirdly good Hmm. but i think i had so much to work with is the thing Mm -hmm. i don't think i could do it i don't think i'd give myself a trim but right. going from like, you know, a full blown Marge Simpson down to regular, I did all right. My wife almost passed out. Like she came, oh, she walked yeah. downstairs, came around the corner and like did a spit take basically. She was like, how did this happen? <laughs> but you know, um, it's, it's true. It's a reality. Yeah. Well, well, if my wife ever leaves me, I'll try some new hairstyles out. Okay. All right. I didn't know so, we were doing a haircut yeah. spotlight today. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Well, right? I was just wondering. I was just keeping up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm so. doing all right. I'm doing all right. Yeah. And while technically I have been back to the library and we have been doing curbside service, going very well, might I add. I feel like uh, right. I feel like we're we've got a good system going. We're getting people the things they need. It's going very well. Uh, and I could have pulled the Lonely Hearts Book Club for us at this point, but oh, we yeah. felt like it was only fair. Since we saw something from my shelves, that uh, mm-hmm. we got something from yours as well. Because today we're doing a yeah. Lonely Hearts book club home. And you never remember. You never oh, remember to oh, do right, it. Oh, right, right, right. don't no, remember. Started, what are we doing today? I don't think I want to do it again. Because I, no, okay, I warn okay. you every time. Hold on. I did a I'll big exaggerated it. thing so Nick, you could see today, it on Twitch. Today we're doing a special Lonely Hearts club book you said it back. You said lonely. Oh. no. You said Lonely Hearts Club book, though. Today we're doing a special Lonely Hearts Club 
Lonely Hearts Book Club Home, Home Edition. Edition. <laughs> See, it's that, that's better. It's better that way. It's better that uh, way. I do yeah. want to take care of a little business here, too, because um, oh, you'll remember the Edward Abbey book that we did, uh, The Monkey Wrench Gang, which yes. got a pretty thorough thumbs down from both of us, actually was not held by the David A. Howe Public Library. So I did my civic wow. duty and added my copy to the collection. So yeah. now... Look out, Wellsville. You're about to get a bunch of new domestic here come yeah, environmental terrorists. Gang. Here they come. So if you're an I All the Books super fan and you make it your mission to check out all Lonely Hearts book clubs that yeah. we've done in the past, you now can check yeah. out yeah. my actual copy of The Monkey yeah. Wrench Gang. Uh, You've don't... read more than me. I've read The Wolfen. Have I? Well, let's see. I read, I read Blake's Therapy. I read Harry's Last Tax Cut. You read the you read the uh, thing Nixon, about Nixon, uh, and Carver. Nixon and Carver. Yeah, yeah. I see. You're already I think, too ahead of me. I think maybe that's it, though. You were gonna right. read the Snowman. Do you remember that? No, I th- I'm gonna read Blake's Therapy. Oh, you're gonna read Blake's Therapy. Okay. Yeah, because it sounded like a, somebody was like, it's like a crazy psychological, psychosexual Michael Crichton book. Or it something. was. That's true. Was what like, about? Let's, let's see how we start this again. What about why not join the giraffes? Oh my word! You don't want to do that one. Okay. All right. All right, well, oh, save it. Yeah. Don't tell me which, what you've selected, all right? Okay, all right. But I do, I mean, you could see my... I'm looking mine. at it right now. I feel like you need to text me a quick picture of it, and I won't look until the time comes, because right. I need to see it with my own eyes. Okay. All right. I think it's time for uh, uh, bookmark music, don't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's play the bookmark music. I already did it. You're a step behind. Oh. Oh, yep. I was taking the picture. I know. It's too late. It's too late. Um, Thanks, Ben. Boy, you know what? I've really got nothing. Have you check in on Ben lately? We should check in. We should check in yeah. on the All the Book Show maestro, Ben. See how he's doing. Yeah. I yeah. did ask him at the start of quarantine. I was like, while well, we're all locked up, if you want to churn out a, a book news jingle, yeah, we wouldn't say no. But I haven't seen yeah. it yet, so. All right. You know. He's busy. What have you been reading, man? Uh, I The only book I've been reading has been the... Oh boy! And suddenly I cannot remember the title of it. It's the fifth book of the Wheel of Time series. Okay. Was that Fires of Heaven? Uh, sure. It's it's I don't because I'm reading it on my Kindle. I don't see the oh, title yeah. like every time I pick it up. Yeah, it's the Fires of Heaven, uh, book five. Oh, oh boy! Excuse me. Sorry, I got a oh. lot of pet hair in the air. Sure. Um, now it's all over your so mic. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm uh, I sneezed into my elbow. Okay. Um. And and just just for our listeners, Eric and I have taken social distancing very seriously. Uh, whereas I've stayed in New York, and he moved all the way to North Carolina just so just so there's we no chance. Get, yeah, we wouldn't get it from each other. Or it's anything. like yeah. it's like how when all of the government is in one place, they pick one like Secretary of Labor to stay behind just right. in case. That's the thing. Right. We're separate, so that if sure. something happens to one of us, the all the book show will go on. Go on solo. Yeah. Or do you get a new co-host? Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Um, anyway, what what can I say about the fires of heaven? Because uh, it's hard. Because I haven't finished it. It's yeah. a long book. I'm reading it pretty regularly. Like one, my goal is like a chapter a day. Yeah, you see, but I'm it's reading a, a couple chapters. I feel like I'm making good time in it, and here's why: I'm reading it at night, right before bed, and I'm reading it in the bathtub in a lavender lavender bubble bath. Is this true? This is true. I've been wow. taking uh, lavender Treat bubble yourself. baths. Good for you. At, 
at, at night, and I've been reading The Fires of Heaven while wow. doing it. And so after I finish the chapter, I'm like, well, I'm not getting it out of the tub now. I'll just you know keep what? going. You know what? Yeah. I appreciate uh, your honesty, and yeah. uh, I respect that you're confident enough in your manliness to say that you enjoy a good sure. lavender soak. Oh, yeah. I That's mean, good it for smells you. good. You feel good. You feel soft and yeah. clean. No, everybody uh, likes that, but I just appreciate yeah. <laughs> that you're willing to own it. Listen, I might have. I think I've talked about this before. Your lavender this, baths? I don't think on, so. No, on this I podcast. I don't remember that. I before remember. college, when I was living in my apartment by myself, okay. and I didn't have a lot going on because yes. my friend joined the uh, he joined the Air Force Giraffes? in California. Oh. I was single, so I was my my days were basically working at the pizza place and then okay. coming home by myself. It was it was a lonely existence mm. and. Long, long showers were yes. like the highlight because yeah. in this apartment, it didn't have a lot going for it, but it did have a hot water heater that never went cold. That's what you want So I hear. could take a two-hour shower oh, and it would geez. stay the same. It wasn't good environmentally. No, I was just going to say, Mr. Save the Tigers over here yeah, flushing 40 gallons of water. <laughs> I But what I started doing is I would go to the library and get uh, old wizard magazines or the uh, – those Kurt Busiek, uh Conan the Barbarian graphic novels, sure. and I would take and I would buy bath beads and uh, bath bombs, like honeydew melon bath beads and stuff. And I would just, I would just sit in that hot tub for a, a long time reading those graphics and magazines. It was, it was a good time. You know what? Every time I've had an occasion to shake your hand, I have noticed that it is eerily soft, <laughs> and maybe this is why. You know what? You know what's even more ridiculous? I wanted to read my monster manual, my Dungeons and Dragons monster manual, in the tub. Yes. But that book's fifty dollars, so I'm yeah. not going to take it into the tub. Mm-mm, no way. So I took my phone in and read the monster manual on a PDF. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It's just like, what a weird, weird society we are. Where it's like this, this, this hunk of junk that would have changed the world yep. and has changed the world. No, I'll take that in the tub. So yeah, what if I drop it, it? I'll get a new one. Just get a this new stuff one. Stuff is Pez. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. But like this hardcover book. No. Anyway. Speaking of electronics, I feel that I need to mention that I I've had an electronic loss in my life recently. Oh, no. My Barnes and Noble Nook tablet that I've had for many many years, which. Mm was a lemon from the start, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it never recognized uh, added storage when you put in an SD card, so you always right. had to be really selective about what was on there. I have lugged this thing to many a conference, uh, many a trip. It, I've been leaning heavy on it during quarantine. I went to pick it up the other day. Screen was broken. Really sad. So my wife got me a tablet. Uh, I want to say it was for Father's Day. And it was just one to sort of like get by. And it was... I thought at first, like, no way is this going to work. But you know what? It stepped up. It stepped mm-hmm. up. So while it can never replace the Nook tablet in my heart, right. uh, it's doing an admirable job. Like, it's not okay. trying to be, if this were like a, a step-parent situation, the new tablet is not trying to be my mom. Right. But it, but it hopes that we can be friends. Sure. And I feel like we're off okay. to a good start. All that to say is I'm enjoying the fires of heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But... And this might make longtime Wheel of Time fans upset. I don't know. The constant, ugh, men, ugh, women. It's funny when you're reading it, but like every chapter, every page, it's like, I get it. Men and women are different. Mars, Venus, okay. But I mean, my my guess is it's going to stay that way forever. Are we still, is this, are you still reading Wheel of Time or is this 90s stand-up that you're? No, this is early uh, 90s stand-up. Okay. But no, I'm enjoying it. Um. Does it ever talk about airplane food, or does it not mention that? You know what? Yeah, Rand does get up and he's like, 
Boy, yeah. You know, I, yeah. If, I, if I could break the wheel and change airplane right. foods, yeah. sign me up to be the Dragon Reborn. <laughs> Where did that brick wall come from you're standing in front of, Rand? Where'd you find that? Have you ever noticed that Matthew walks like this, but Perrin walks like this? <laughs> Which one has the axe? Uh, Perrin has the axe. Get over it with the axe, guy. He, he talks to wolves and has an axe. Yeah, Man, he's he loves that axe. He loves that axe. Yeah, boy. Okay. Like, All right. So, and, so that's I, it for you. Finish any I was comments? trying to go to town yesterday, but I bump into Nai Naive. You mm-hmm. all know how that goes. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> so, a lot of uh, Wheel of Time stand-up routine. It's a niche yeah. market, but I really think that you should lean into it on a different show. Is that everything that you've read? That's the book I'm reading. Okay. I just my copy of uh, Educated, uh, my ebook oh, sure. came in from Overdrive. Yeah. So I don't know. I might take a break and read that real quick because mm-hmm. uh, I put that on hold first, and then started doing oh, this. Yeah. Well, fair is uh, fair. We, I read uh, Torok the Dinosaur Hunter, Volume okay. Three by Greg mm-hmm. Pak. I read Dungeons and Dragons Volume One: Shadow Plague by John Rogers. Yeah. I read X-Men Magic, Storm in the Iliana by Chris Claremont, and Chris Claremont's New Mutants Classics Volume 2. Okay. And I read Shadow Man, Volume 1, Spirits Within. Uh, yeah, just a bunch of different comics. The Dungeons & Dragons comic was fun and funny, surprisingly. Uh, Torok Dinosaur Hunter was less impressive than Volume 2, because okay. it was like, Torok is Robin Hood. Sure. Um, the Magic Iliana Rasputin comic was dark and depressing, but also intriguing and... A good read, and then okay. New Mutants really picked up when Magic showed up. So, okay, and Shadow Man is just uh, some cool '90s, non-Marvel DC weird weird stuff. Okay, I skimmed through those. Nick and I now do a it's kind of a spinoff of this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's called Comic Book Coffee Break. It's just a video series, yep. so you could find those at RadioMeanwhile.com or YouTube.com/slash Dust versus Tweak. Yes. Uh, comic book coffee break. We just recorded the third one, and we get now we get way more in depth. Oh yes, I mean that's just it. we just talk about the comics we're reading and just talk about those comics as much as we want. It cracks so. me up every time I've mentioned to the show, and I've been like, you know, because we always try to limit how much comic books we talk on the All the Book Show. Everybody I say that to just laughs in my face, and they're like, No, yeah. you do not. But we do. I'm serious. Do. If you go and listen to Comic Book Coffee Break, you will learn just how much we have curbed our comic book talk. It, it's it's tough because like a lot of times I'm just like, yeah, I read these X Men and these X Men and these X Men, and like I I do try to think like, well, people don't necessarily care where Dust is chronologically right now in the X Men comics, but yeah, I mean when there's real important stuff i definitely think if you uh, enjoy dungeons and dragons and you haven't read the comics you should check out john rogers Dungeons and dragons and if you are looking for something different uh shadow man okay so, from the 90s all right uh, those are those are the stuff i've been reading while reading uh wheel of time okay at night in my in my tub here's You're the thing your tub, yeah my my old my old bubble bath used to be lit by uh by Do different wait. scented candles okay i thought you meant like this not, bubble bath not is like gonna a party, get yeah okay no, I would uh, I would put candles be- behind me so I could read what I was reading by candlelight, and I would play from my iPod very gentle Irish music. So I need to get new candles and a table to put them on behind me. Jeez. And then I, what I really want to get is like one of those things that like those boards you put like a TV tray in yeah. the tub. Yeah. I'm not worried my Kindle's gonna fall in. It's yes. an old Kindle Paperwhite. I got it in 2012, but it's still kicking. Hey, cherish it while it lasts, man. Yeah, I will cherish it. Cherish so, it. So yeah. Thing. 
Just I need to get some candles and I need to get boy. I need to find some more like really peaceful Irish Celtic music. That Your was what poor it was. wife. Celtic. It sounds like she's missing out on a lot of romance because of this ritual that you have. You got to treat you know? yourself. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. I certainly do. I finished some things. I read some things. I finished that Mel Gildan book I was working on last week. Uh, a couple of comic books here. Uh, I mentioned this one because it's been one of our more popular comics in the collection. Avengers vs. X-Men, which is a big uh, mashup of those two teams. Uh, pretty pretty big crossover. It's a nice, big, chunky hardcover that you can check 12 out. 12 issues. Yeah. It is, uh, it's a big one. Uh, I read some Supergirl, which we do have a, a lot in the collection of that as well. Yeah. And I've started my summer reading program reading. I'm trying to read up on some uh, different lore and mythology type titles so yeah. that we can uh, d- devote a future episode to that. So I actually did some, I used the Marvel app to read Hercules Prince of Power. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's there's three separate Hercules Prince of Power series that came out in the 80s. And it's a pretty fun premise. We'll get into this deeper in a future episode. But basically Especially when I read it. <laughs> yeah. Basically, Zeus is kicking out Hercules and he's like, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll go bust some skulls yeah. on Earth for a while. That'll be fine. Yeah. And, and Thanks, Zeus, is, Zeus is like, mm, yeah, hold on, champ. I'm not going to send you someplace where you're going to be like better than everybody. You're going to space, baby. Right. So Hercules is exiled to space. And that's the setup uh-huh. of these books. And it's uh, okay. it's a pretty good time. All right. I'm currently reading, also sticking with the uh, theme of the summer reading program, I am reading Tristan Strong Punches a Hole in the Sky. And this is a Rick Riordan Presents. Uh, and what's interesting about it is that it's not it's not Greek mythology or Roman mythology, things that we've heard of a million times. It's actually focused on American mythology. which Oh, is you, this John Henry? Yeah, it's John Henry. It's uh, Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox, Gum Baby. It's like all these weird... Uh, you know, American lore that uh, you just don't mm-hmm. get a ton of, um, you don't get a ton of stories dealing with this. Not so. outside of Tall Tales, the Disney yeah. Disney film. Exactly. Yeah. With so Patrick Swayze? I've, yeah. Yeah. And Steve Gutenberg was in the uh, the Pecos Bill ones that they used to do. Do you remember that? Uh, no, but he, Pecos was in the uh, okay. Disney one. I was, yeah. yeah. All right. It's yeah, I remember I watched a show that was all about these that was, it was narrated by Shelley Duvall and like each episode was a different like, you know, Johnny Appleseed or uh, uh, Babe, the Big Blue Ox, like all that stuff, you know. It looks like the author of Tristan Strong, like these are the books. Like he's written these two. Yeah. And that's it. Kwame. Yep. Uh, Kwame and Mabala. Yep. Yeah. So I guess uh, the first one, the Punches a Hole in the Sky was his debut novel. Yeah. And the second one is due to come out, I want to say in October. But I'm liking it so far because it follows a bit of a Wizard of Ozian start because you have a very normal thing happening like the the kid tristan uh, after his friend dies his parents uh, say well why don't you go spend the summer with your grandparents just for a change of scenery so he's out there and his you know his grandma's all about this lore and telling him these stories and stuff and suddenly he's just kind of thrust into it like dorothy waking up at oz um he's just there and he just has to run with it and there's no real like here's an explanation about what's going on or like there's not really steps to it it's just like you're in the middle of it now, so you and Br'er Rabbit are going to go on an adventure with John Henry, and it mm. works surprisingly well. Like I, I am enjoying it quite a bit, uh, so I'll keep you posted on that. And again, we'll talk about that in a future episode, but that's what I'm doing right now. Okay. Also reading Jack Kirby's New God. So Jack Kirby is right. a King Kirby, they call him. I mean, he's a, he's yeah. a comic book legend of both Marvel yeah. and DC, uh, yeah. primarily as an illustrator in the early days, but New Gods he actually wrote... Uh, yeah. and illustrated as well. So it's just, uh, it's a very kooky story. Uh, pretty interesting read so far, so I'm enjoying that. 
Yeah. I have not really watched any new shows or anything interesting since we last talked. Have you been watching anything that you want to share? We watched the uh, the Hamilton film performance that they uh-huh. put on Disney+. Plus. It was filmed in 2016 with the original cast. Because mm-hmm. uh, so, we had all seen it in Chicago. Yeah. Couple year, couple years ago, two yeah, years ago, yeah, several years now. Um, and that was cool, but it is, it is cool to see the original cast. Yeah. Uh, the filming is like they have multiple cameras, so um, it's not just you know one camera and everything. So it's uh, staged and edited well. Uh, it's good. It's still good. The guy who plays Thomas Jefferson is so funny mm. in that performance. Like he's very good as Lafayette. He's great as Lafayette. But when it switches over to Act Two and he starts playing Thomas Jefferson, he's just so obnoxious That's and fun. so funny. Funnier than like when you listen to it just on the stu- the recording one. It's it's great. Okay. I was big into Hamilton when it first came out. You were big. Yeah, I was gonna out. say you were you were on the so, cutting edge. Yeah, that's like episode two or three. You're talking yeah. about this newfangled thing. Because I had only followed the uh, the YouTube performance that Lin Manuel had done at the White House dinner yeah. for Obama, and this was like 2009 or something a while ago. And so mm-hmm. somebody had to be like, "It happened. It's here. It's now." And uh, that was cool. The problem is, and maybe this won't be a problem for you, and that's whatever, but it is harder to get as jazzed about certain things in that play in 2020 than it used to be. Yeah. Um, And it's also hard to feel, when you first heard it, you kind of got pumped up and you felt like it was relevant and it was changing things, and then you realize nothing changed. Mm. And things are... Yeah, I can see context having a a, big... Yeah, so it's... It's it's a bummer because it's still a great show and the music is still fantastic, but I do feel it has lost something. Maybe it'll gain it back yeah, over time. I, could see I that. don't know. But uh, these days it's a little bit harder for me to get into it as opposed to like you watch Moulin Rouge and you're like, wow, still <laughs> still good. <laughs> Love is still relevant. Yeah. If I watched, oh, on the Criterion channel, I watched um, Black Narcissus, okay. which is a story about a couple of nuns that they go to this mountain area and it does not go well for the nuns, and uh, one of them starts going crazy oh. and lusting out of this very handsome British gentleman. Interesting. And it doesn't go well for the nunnery. It's gorgeous. It's like, I think it revolutionized some matte painting. Oh, in there. okay. Um, and it is, like, looking at it now, it's like, holy cow, that is impressive. <laughs> like, you can kind of see the line where it is, but it is still, like, shocking. Oh. So, yeah, cool. I watched that on the Criterion channel. Nice. I guess that's that's it. I haven't really been watching. I, it's just any been a show. Just the Simpsons. It's been a busy just the week. Yeah, I and mean, I've been the same yeah. way. I haven't really uh, gotten into much. We rewatched Avengers: Age of Ultron, but we haven't really finished or started any new shows or movies or anything like that. It's just been sort of a, I don't know. It's a busy time, I guess. Uh, you want to get into some book news? Book news. I mean, listen. I I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that IDW is working on a Back to the Future Transformers spinoff that's coming to a, a retailer near you in October. So yeah. if that's news that you're excited about, maybe it's just me. But if you're excited, October. Mm-hmm. And if you want a good Transformer crossover, you can't mm-hmm. go wrong with Star Trek Transformers. That's I all. guess I can admit, I already admitted I treat myself at night now by taking that bubble bath while reading uh, Wheel of Time. Yeah. But if I wake up early enough, I do uh, like a Saturday morning cartoon thing now. It doesn't have to be oh. Saturday morning. Uh-huh. I've been watching the Spider-Man animated series. I love it. I then switch over to Gargoyles, the animated wow. series. And then I watch two episodes of Batman, the animated series. Nice. Honestly, the perfectionist in me would like it if I was only watching one episode of Batman and maybe yes. like Tasmania or yep. The Tick yep. was available. Yep. So... 
That's that's how I would do it. I definitely like be putting sense. on the tick. Makes but I, sense. it's fine. I, I put on. I've been watching. I'm watching Batman on the Blu-ray, so I just okay. hit play and yeah. let two episodes play. So it's not too much effort right. on my end to watch two episodes. <laughs> but yeah, that's how it goes. I'm like, you know what? Before the day starts, let's let's do this right. Let's do so, it. Uh, all right, let's talk about the, the uh, print ebook fiction. Let's do it. The combined print and ebook fiction from I'm the New excited. York Times bestsellers list on uh, New York Times. Okay. Uh, number ten is The Last Flight by Julia Clark. This is new this week. It's Claire Cook escapes from living with her quick-tempered husband and assumes another woman's identity. Okay. Ha! So she leaves her husband. I guess. Who is quick. But then she takes over another woman's identity. Steals someone's identity, So she doesn't create a new one. No, I guess so. Over one. I guess so, yeah. Ah. Uh, Number nine, Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste N.G. Mm -hmm. An artist upends a quiet town outside of Cleveland. Number eight, The Guest List by Lucy Foley. A wedding between a TV star and magazine publisher on an island (laughs) off the coast of Ireland. Yes. uh, Turned deadly. Okay. Number seven, The Summer House by James Patterson by Brennan Dubois. Uh, Jeremiah Cook, a veteran and former NYPD cop, investigates a mass murder near Lake George. Wow. No, near a lake in Georgia. (laughs) That is different. Get there. That's like the last you read that. I think it was a Nora Roberts one, and you read. No, it wasn't Nora Roberts. It was something where you read Scotland instead of Southern, and it changed it drastically. Yes, yes, it did. Uh, that's, uh, oh yeah, that's coming up. Okay. Number six, Walk the Wire by David Baldacci. It's the sixth book in the Memory Man series. You know what you get with that. Yes. Number five, Camino Wins by John Grisham. The line between fact and fiction becomes blurred when an author of thrillers is found dead after a hurricane hits Camino Island. It does seem like a hurricane is the right time, mm. but I feel like you want a hurricane that's really destructive. Okay. It needs to be like it needs to be like flooding all the homes, tearing things down to get away with murder. There, you yeah. know what I mean? Yes. You can't just can't just like it's a hurricane, but like. A lot of properties fine. Yeah, uh, sandbags worked. For the most part, we we made it through this hurricane. Wait a second, how Gary died? Yeah, well, so. but I think even with that though, the rain and the wind is going to take away a lot of incidental evidence. No footprints. You're going to be able to tell if people tampered with windows and things. Right. It, it's better yeah. than just good weather. You know, a yeah. nice breezy autumn I'd, day is somebody not the time needs to write. A guy who solves murders that are specifically set during national natural disasters. Oh boy, that's yeah. a good solves murders set during a twister. That is a good or so specialized because yeah. you can't go anywhere. Like, no, we need yeah. the we need the weather detective. Yeah. Call him yep. in. Yep. Yeah, wait that's a second. Good. That he didn't die from an avalanche. Yeah, he died from murder from a broken heart. Wow. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a CSI. So, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, John Grisham is back. That that was number five. This is number four. He's got two on the list right now. Good for you. It's a good time to be John Grisham, I guess. I think always it's a good time to be John Grisham. (laughs) The Guardians uh, by John Grisham. Mm -hmm. Colton Post, a lawyer and Episcopal minister. Yeah. Uh, this one has gone up, I think. Wasn't this, this one's older. So it's, this one's been here for 21 weeks. Well, I'm sure it's cheaper. This one just came out in paperback. Uh, Oh, right. The the paperback price. So maybe it's not even hardcover anymore. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. No, they're counting the paperback. Most definitely. Plus, yeah, maybe you're reading Camino Wins now, and you're like, oh, what's that other John Grisham book I yep. didn't read last time? Ebook. Yep. yep. Or you yep. go for the you want a Grisham, and you go for the cheap one also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number three, Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. Yeah. Quiet Town, North Carolina. Coast we, know, we know. We know. We know. We know. We know. 
Wait, Nick. A young woman who survives alone in the marsh we know. becomes a murder, murder suspect. suspect. Not really the uh, plot of the book. Not really the plot of the book. But Number okay. two, The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. The okay. lives of twin sisters who run away from a southern black community yes, at age 16 Scottish. Yeah. diverge as one returns and the other takes on a different racial identity, but their fates intertwine. Yes. And number one is two weeks on the list. It's 28 Summers by Ellen Hildebrand, a relationship that started in 1993 between Malaroy Blessings and Jake McLeod comes to light while she's on her deathbed and his wife runs for president. Oh. Hey, speaking of this, we were watching The Simpsons and we're on season four. And I don't know what the reference was relating to. I can't remember what it was, but they were like, boy, it feels like a Danielle Steele novel here. <laughs> so, like, she's Danielle Steele, oh, yeah. who wasn't on this list right now, though, but is often on this list. Yeah. She's been, go- she's been you yeah. know, pumping it out long enough that she's on the early seasons of The Simpsons yep. and it's could be done now. See, now so. you've said her name. So, oh, you've yeah, given she'll her be on that power. Week. She'll be here next week. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Oh, a boy. Finds a gem in an old carved out novel written by her father <laughs> that belonged to sure. a duchess Keep going. who had gone missing yeah. in the 1850s. And then what? Okay. And she buys a beach house. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of obscure books, shall we get to our, are you ready for this one? Lonely Hearts Book Club Home. You didn't do it again. That's Home edition. Every time you have to. Let's say it at the same time. Ready? Lonely Hearts Book Club Home Home Edition. Edition. All right. So if you're new to the podcast, again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate the person who says episode 250. Now's the time. Yeah. So thank you for joining us. But here's here's the skinny. 255. Thank you. Here's the skinny on the Lonely Hearts Book Club. Now, normally at the library, uh, I would run a list and I would find all the books that we have in our collection that have never Mm -hmm. circulated. And we like to hang on to those if they're unique titles. That way, if anybody in the system ever wants it, we've got it because we've got the space down in the stacks. That's how this normally works. And then we've never done Lonely Hearts Book Club this close together. But this is really part two of a, a sequence that we started two episodes back when I brought out my copy of The Monkey Wrench Gang, which has sat on my shelf for years and has never even been thumbed through. And we thought it only right that Eric take a look at his shelves and find one. Now, I have to say, between Eric and I, Eric's process for culling books is much more... Uh, he has, a, he has a, yes, he has a firmer hand when it comes to getting rid of books. So I'm curious as to what you have here that it is managed. actually, okay. that has backfired on me oh, because sure. I thought I had a few books that I was going to pick that I have called yes. because I was like, well, I haven't read this forever. Basically my, my thing is like, you know what? I haven't read it in all these years. It's on my Goodreads to read. I'm not going to forget it. Maybe I'll find it someday, but I am kind of like, I, I've gotten rid of a lot of books that I have read. Yep. That I didn't think I was ever going to do. I was. I'm trying to like make some space. So, I feel like I've even been with you when you've had to like rebuy a book that you've gotten rid of. Yeah, yeah. Which I'll do every now and then, and I don't mind it so much because most of the books I buy are used. So it's not like I'm like, oh, I gotta buy this thirty dollars Stephen yep. King book again. Yep. Anyway, you're rebuying Stephen King. That's surprising. No, no, I'm not. You said. Um, you hey, you know what, Stephen King watching the simpsons we just watched the treehouse of horror that's in season four yeah and it has the ep- that is the one where lisa and bart try to resurrect their dead cat and it ends up creating zombies and i'm pretty sure that is the beginning of me being like i should check out pet cemetery oh, sometime wow from when okay. i was yeah yeah all right so the book i picked is a fantasy book then okay it's here because i have picked it up 
once or twice and I'm like, this is it, I'm gonna read it. And every time I've decided that, I haven't even turned a page. <laughs> haven't even read the first first sentence in this That's thing. That's funny. All right, so you might have heard me talk about this in the bookmark section, but it never actually happened and I took it off. All right, this is called The Sleeping Dragon, okay. a fantasy novel by Joel Rosenberg. I became aware of this book because in the back of Dungeons and Dragons, uh, uh, Gary Gygax and uh, other people who worked on D&D have created a list of books that inspired them to with their Dungeons and Dragons universe or that they think is good for the reading okay. after, if you play D&D. And uh, I think it was Tor.com that was like looking at all the books that were on that list. And it's part of the reason I read that one really creepy book about an underground elven race. Uh, the Shadow People is what I okay. read. That was a really trippy 70s sci-fi or fantasy thing. It was, yeah, strange. Anyway, The Sleeping Dragon, a fantasy novel by Joel Rosenberg. The cover, blue sky, castle in the background. You got some heroes here. There's a this guy that looks like a big bulky fighter. You got an elderly man who's probably the wizard in purple. Uh, got those stars like the cookie crisp wiz- wizard on his hat. You've got a, a blonde woman in the a blue robe. The cookie crisp wizard? Cookie. Remember he used to be a wizard? I thought he was a thief. Yeah, he is. That's what he was. But I think like before that, he was a wizard. Really? Yeah. Well, you learn something new every day. You got this blonde-haired woman in blue robes. I'm assuming she's like a cleric of some sorts. And then you have a shorter fellow with a big old axe and some arrows. Anyway, and there's a dragon. I can tell you I very much do not like this cover. The the cover has a big green dragon with a a chain around its neck like a collar. Yeah, uh, he looks kind of smug too. The dragon looks like he just made a joke, and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got him." <laughs> look at this. Hey, hey, Rozier, did you hear that thing I just said? <laughs> oh man, U.S. price two ninety six. So this is saying it came out June. Oh, first published nineteen eighty three. Okay, uh, would it cost you two ninety five unless you were in Canada and you're paying three fifty? You know what? I'm a little in love with this tagline. Can I read it to you? Here we, yeah, go ahead. Playing at Wizards and Warriors is good, safe fun, but what happens when you're no longer on Earth and you're not just playing? That's right. On the back of the book, it says Captives of Sorcery. Mm. It began as just another evening of fantasy gaming with James, Carl, Andrea, and the rest. Ready to us and the rest. Hey, that's like a classic Gilligan's Island. Yeah, sure is. It used to be, and the rest, before they... Ready to assume their various roles as wizard, cleric, warrior, or thief. Mm-hmm. But Sorcerer's Game Master, Professor Digaton, Digaton, Dighton, Dayton, Dighton, Dayton, has something else <laughs> planned for this unsuspecting Digaton? group of college students. Oh, boy. And the game soon becomes a matter of life and death as the seven adventurers found themselves transported to an alternate world and into the bodies of the actual characters they had been pretending to be. So this is just the Jumanji movie? With the rock? Came first. Okay. Came first. Okay. Cast into a land where magic works worked all too well. Sure. Dragons were a fire-breathing menace. With wry senses those... of humor based on that cover image. <laughs> and only those quick enough with a sword or their wits survived. The young gamers faced a terrible task. For the only way they would ever see Earth again was if they could find the legendary Gate Between Worlds, a place guarded by the most terrifying and deadly enemy of all, the Sleeping Dragon. Here's my problem. If he's sleeping, can they just go quietly? Would that work? 
No, it always wakes up. Does it? Always. Did you, you ever play quiet? the game uh, Don't Wake Daddy? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He always but did you ever try the board game, too? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one, I've been using that one for a while. That's wow. an old, old Thir- Eric original. It looks like 13, 13 books in this series by old Well, way to spoil the end here. Oh, I'm sorry. Here we go. I was confused when you said that because there is a political thriller writer named Joel Rosenberg. Different guy. Yeah, different guy. Different guy. guy. Different guy. Uh, all right, so this is uh, for Felicia. Bye, Felicia. There you go. Yep. For Felicia, bye Felicia. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't gonna say it, but <laughs> That's good. But I felt like you were waiting yeah, for me to say I it. Was. So I was. Uh Signet. Yep, okay. Got this at Chamberlain's Book Mine in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. Which is one of my favorite bookstores ever because it has an infinite selection of sci-fi and fantasy that just goes on cool. in multiple rows it's where i've gotten you a couple of star trek i was books just gonna I say found. i have books with that stamp on the yep. inside cover it is a book mine because you go in there too and suddenly i'm like walking around i'm like kendra where are you we have to go and the the books are cheap real cheap and you just you just pile them on you're like yeah, oh yeah. no oh yeah i've gotten a lot of my sci-fi fantasy there so i got this there because uh, I was looking for it because of the uh, that article and being in the appendix. Yeah. So let's see. Let's do it. Oh, look at this. He want, uh Joel Rosenbaugh wants to thank the people who helped me through this, specifically Alan Schmidt, who gave him the crazy idea in the first place crazy. and helped to make the gaming aspects work. So uh, there you go. Okay, you get to meet all the characters and who they're playing. No, I don't want to. Looking at this uh, cover, these guys. Part one, okay. the student union. Okay, part one, chapter one, The Players, page 15. Carl Cullinane reached out his fork and speared the last stick of asparagus from the stainless steel serving plate in the middle of the table, not bothering to set the asparagus on his own plate before taking a bite. Wait, his so it's like... Machine, almost tasteless, he swallowed quickly. Family style at this college, I guess? Hmm, let's see. Carl, you're a pig. A skinny one, granted, but a pig. Uh-oh. Oh, thanks for that uh, description. Yeah, uh, now Andrea. We know. Yeah, it's not Andrea right in there. Andropolis smile. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, smile took most of the sting out of her words, pitched low enough so that nobody else in the crowded cafeteria would have been able to hear her over the clatter of dishes and the chatter of a hundred or so students. Yeah, yeah. Carl put it down to a natural gentleness. Hell, oh. she'd been able to make him like it almost when she turned him down. Usually, the let's just be friends routine drove him into a silent, stomach-churning rage. Sure. Rage? Frick. Yeah. Calm down, Carl. I know. Seriously, Carl. Have a little uh, more asparagus, Carl. I, I got a rush, Andy Andy. Ooh. Oh, because her name's Andrea Andropolis. She's okay, Andy well, I, Andy. Okay, I kind of like that, then. There, Andy That's Andy. Fun. I just call That's her, like, double A. Like a battery? Like a battery. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I knew a, uh, a Katie who spelt her name with two E's at the end. Okay. So it was K-A-T-E-E. Okay. And I called her K-double-E. Okay. That was pretty good. I just wanted to share that I, I was a creative yeah. little fellow growing up. I had a friend named Dan Rawl, and we had several other Dans in class. So I just started calling him Jeeves, and I don't know why, but it really stuck. Huh. It really stuck. Okay. That's uh, I got to rush, Andy, Andy. There's a game tonight. He took another bite, added a mouthful of lukewarm black coffee, and swallowed quickly. Mm-hmm. If I'm late, sure as hell to start without me. Put Barrick out to pasture for the night. Oh, that that is a fear for some people. I, I'll tell you what. The idea that like your character is not in control of you, yeah. is, is not in your control because you weren't there. Oh. Usually you just put him on autopilot and 
role for him during combat. Yeah. But anyway, uh, you mean they'll put him out to stud? She chuckled, revealing a mouthful <laughs> of even white te- of even white teeth. Okay, so now we know that too. She's got nice teeth. Carl liked her laugh, her smile. He had always thought the notion of somebody brightening a room with a smile was just a fantasy until he met Andy. Andy, that is. Not that he had anything against fantasy. Quite the. Then it swears. Um, oh. Let's see. Let's let's skip to like the game. Okay. Let's let's get to when the game happens. Can I be honest with you here? Uh huh. I started this with a real bad attitude, but these knuckleheads are kind of winning me over. Really, I thought you would. Uh, a little bit. Because that's a pretty whatever first sentence. It's just a sentence about a guy eating asparagus. Yeah, but it's weird. It's unique. Okay. I kind of yeah. like it, and I like the conversation. I didn't want to like right. it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what's funny? You said Jumanji. I'm also thinking that Dino City where the with the three kids get sucked into that uh, either a movie or a game and suddenly they're like, we're in Dino City. And the oh. dinosaur's like, hey, man, you got to watch out for that Triceratops I game. I know that one. Uh, all right. Here we go. Ready? This is chapter two. It's titled The Game. So we've met the players. Now we're meeting the game. While Dayton began to speak in a low, mysterious tones, Carl Cullen borrowed five four-sided dice from James Michael, then slid a well-chewed pencil in a sheet of paper in front of Andy Andy. She picked up one of the dice. Funny-looking little pyramid, but how do you get the numbers to come up uh, on top? You don't. Look at it a bit closer. Instead of being stamped in the center of the faces, the numbers, zeros through three, were all along the edges. The player would read the upright number, the one closest to the table. But I want to keep half an ear on what Doc's saying, so we'll make this mechanical. I'll fill you in the background later, okay? Fine, but bear with me if I'm slow. What does she know about D&D at this point? She's a girl, <laughs> Nick. Yeah. In 19- no. Can I tell you? I have played tabletop games with probably more ladies than men in my huh. life. It's a weird brag, but and okay. yet I was uh, I was very single for most of my life. Yeah, go for so. it. Huh. <laughs> Taking Fine, all but... those baths and playing D and I can't believe nobody snatched you up. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I he couldn't let it pass without turning to look at her straight in the eye, letting the tight grin creep over his face. She didn't have the grace to blush. What? He's a creep. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, now, this it's, it's called confidence, by the way, guy. It's not a negative this, thing that she's not blushing because you're eyeing her up. Guy. This campaign, Dayton intoned his face, lit demonically by the light of the flashlight in his open briefcase. What That's is weird. the quest from the gate between worlds? <gasps> we read about that. All right, so there's just a lot of explaining of how to play the game here. Okay. going to skip ahead because I saw something at the end of this chapter. Yeah, and that's weird to me because like, people who are reading this book probably know how to play D and D. I would well, guess. Well, it, it is saying it's a fantasy gaming. So they're not okay. th- they didn't use the term Dungeons and Dragons. Sure. So you might just be picking this up as a fantasy fan. James Can't Michael couldn't hear the rest. A rush of sound like the roar of an impossible loud and possibly near jet buffeted his ears. Uh, acid smoke invaded his nostrils until he found himself on his knees in coughing spasms. His tearing eyes jammed shut. He bounced to his feet on damp grass reflexively reaching for the axe strapped to his chest, loosening the Parent? straps with two jerks and taking the axe in his gnarled, well-muscled hands. Wait, well-muscled hands? He opened his eyes. He was standing on the side of a grassy hill, a dwarf with an axe in his hands. Look out, look out. Chapter three. Oh, you know what? Part two, chapter three. Hey, you don't have to read the entire book. Up I'm to not. you. I'm just, I'm okay. just saying that's how, ch- that's how part one ends. Okay. He, he realizes now he's in a different body. Got it. Okay. 
So That's chapter exciting. three opens with Jason, wake up. Did he? I don't know. You Is don't he want going me to, to read the rest? No, I'm, I'm just saying. Anyway, I feel, I feel like you're getting you're, you're getting drawn in. That's just as they get into the fantasy world. Okay. Of the sleeping dragon. Okay. So there you go. How do you feel as somebody who this has been on your list for a long time? Is this doing it for you? This hasn't turned me away from it. Okay. So I would agree uh, with that. I'm not repulsed by it. I'm interested to see what happens when they get to the fantasy world. If it like how much it plays into the like, but we're just college kids from 1983's Manhattan. That could get old. Yeah, you know what I mean. I do. But also, I'm worried it will just become a straight fantasy novel, and that stuff won't really matter anymore. Yeah. So there's a part of me that is interested to see how it balances out. Listen, I need to read this first book because uh, I've got the Sword and the Chain, book two oh, of this you have series. To. You I've do got have to. the Silver Crown, book yeah. three. Yeah. And I've got book four, The Heir Apparent. You're going to so, need to read all those, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got the four books here. I bought them all from the uh, Chamberlain book mine in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. Well, here's the thing. It was going to be a steep curve for me. You know? Like, oh, you know what? Well, yeah, what? I didn't. I bought the first book there. The reason why the stamp isn't here is because I was at a Savers in Buffalo, New York. Oh. And they had these three books, and I grabbed them all because uh, okay. I had the first book. Wow. That's what it was. I got wow. the first one at uh, Chamberlain, and then I got these other three that were just in the Savers. That's what why a, these three are nicer than my first volume. What a cross-country journey these books have taken. Yeah, sure. They're in back again, right? So what were you going to say? Well, it was always going to be like for me to be like, yeah, I want to read this book. It was going to be a real difficult task, and I don't think that uh, the cover combined with this made it so I got over that hurdle, but I'm more interested than I thought I was going to be when I first these got weirdo saw your characters. Pictures. Yes. Yeah. I'm a little bit more interested that way. Did this make you want to read it more? Did it push it more ahead on your list or did it scoot them back a little bit? I think After those even. Conan books that I bought you that you haven't read. <laughs> I've got them right here next to me. Read them. Uh, I think it's Coward. even because okay. there is this part of me that wants to read it, but there is also this kind of like, as much as like the the whole like oh, D- Dungeons and Dragon players are now in their characters and mm-hmm. now they're playing their campaign, but it's for real. There's part of that's like all right, that sounds fun, but also it's hard to get over that concept being a bit cheesy. Yeah. If I don't like this, there's no way I'm going to go through the other ones. Whether or not reading these, it, it gave me. I don't know about this Carl character. He sounds like a creep. Yeah, a little he bit. Sounds like a he sounds like a creep. He sounds like a guy who just can't take no for an answer. And yeah, let's like, but the it, it's it looks short enough. It's only uh, let's see right here. It's only two hundred and fifty three pages. So I'm sure it'd okay. be a, a quick read. So, so you can, if I you think can, it has you can stomach up on my list. You can stomach Carl's toxic masculinity for two hundred fifty pages. For for the first book, I can see what okay. is going on. Okay, but yeah, we'll we'll see. I will say that that it has moved up. Okay, the priority list again. It's like, right. oh, that's, I gotta read this. All right, gonna so, be a, gonna uh, be a pass for me, but I I hope that you'll report back. You know what I want to read? Tell I want to read. Your Dungeons and Dragons characters are now in your real world. Whoa! And so it's kind of a uh, oh wait, like that's a, not how you use like a Turtles three Turtles in Time situation. Sure, yeah, okay. uh, but the yeah when the the warriors that they replace come to the present. Yes, right. Yep. So yeah, or that I, one with uh, Christina Applegate, where there were like medieval warriors that she had to like deal with in New York. Do you remember that? Uh, Never Ending Story three. No, that's not it. Christina Applegate. I can't remember what oh, it's yeah. called. I don't know. All right. 
Foreign pain giver? That's not how you start a car. Arr, yeah. mean, me un, unweary, me weary of yeah. this mechanical Hey, it's horse. called, it's called Just Visiting. Oh, okay. Starring Gene or, Reno and Christina Applegate. Uh, a Kate Leopold situation. Oh, yeah. Kate Leopold. Yeah. Yeah. The superior team up of Liv Schreiber and Hugh Jackman. What do you think? Which one's better, that or or? I've uh, seen Kate Leopold all the okay. way through. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen and, it. And, okay. Yep. So yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. What do you want? Do you want me to find you a copy of this sometime and throw it at you? I feel like we must add it to the collection. I think that's a that's a no brainer. Oh yeah. You that. know what? I never checked. You guys might have it. I mean. Oh, maybe we 10, do. Ten volumes from the eighties. I'll check. It's possible. You yeah. might. Yeah, somebody. You know what? You know what? I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up a Star Trek book that would complement this, and that is the Star Trek Enterprise book called By the Book, written by Dean Wesley Smith and Christine Catherine Rush. Mm -hmm. This was also a pretty short read, and it was one half of the book was a first contact story with like the senior crew members, and the other half was a D and D game played by the more junior members of the crew, and. Mm -hmm. The D and D sections were more engaging than I think the first contact was <laughs> later on. So that's yeah. that was a really fun book. We did it for a book club. It's by the mm -hmm. book Dean Wesley Smith, Christine Catherine Rush. Yeah, I like how they can't say D and D because it's a licensed property. Uh, yeah, it's I don't like, think they say it. Fantasy gaming. I don't think they say it in this Enterprise book either. But I know we have that book in the collection yeah. because I checked yeah. it out. So uh, yeah, anyway, uh, the Sleeping Dragon by Joel Rosenberg okay. has moved up to my list. So right. I thought that was probably one of the more obscure books that I haven't read. In my yes, collection. I would say, I would say so. Segwaying into some library news, remember, summer reading program is on, folks. We've got a lot of fun stuff going on, a lot of different ways to win prizes, some unique ways to participate given the current Woo! circumstances. We're going to be doing the uh, curbside pickup through the auditorium for a while. Yeah. So. Uh, remember that there is a special... Is that through DoorDash? <laughs> I wish. There is a special URL that you have to use to access StarCat. The regular StarCat, if you have that bookmarked or if you have the app or whatever, that's not going to cut it because we have a special Wellsville-only URL. So if you want to place a hold through StarCat, uh, that's linked on our social media and the search bar on our website will take you directly to the Wellsville-specific StarCat. So make sure you're utilizing that for your holds. Or... Mm -hmm. Give us a call, 585-593-3410, or email us at wellsville at stls.org, uh, and you can place holds that way. Any way you can contact us, uh, leave a comment on the podcast here, I'll get you your book. So uh, okay. it's just a little unique as we're doing this right now. Yeah. All right. Well, in the coming weeks, we're going to be doing a summer reading program-centric episode where we talk about our favorite books of mythology and or lore. So if you have favorites that you want to share with us, yeah. uh, find us on Twitter at all the book show, or again, you can email us at wellsville at stls.org. What's the slogan of this year's summer and reading? It's imagine your story. That's right. Well, that's going to do it for episode 255 Woo! of the All the Book Show. Uh, join us next week, and we'll chat more. Bye. Bye.